Hi, I'm Paul. I'm Abby. And I'm Chelsea, and welcome to 3 to Beam Up. Today we are talking the TAS Season 1, Episode 5, More Tribbles, More Troubles. The slaver weapon with the cat people, how their spacesuits were were pink. Um yes. uh the reason the triples are all pink is the same reason because it's the <laughs> same the same director, still colorblind. <laughs> I was wondering about that. I was like, they are that exact same shade of like yep. magenta, like yep. white magenta. Correct. <laughs> yeah, it's this. It's Hal Sutherland, and he was colorblind, and he uh, did not do so great with the color direction. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate that. I know. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's fine that the triples are pink. I don't. Think Nor it matters, do I hate but... the color of the Zinti spacesuits. I, I think those are no. No, the it's all great. fine. But it's so high contrast. I think it is actually an improvement over the brown and white triples. Yeah, it, it, it works fine for animation, but it's just, it made me laugh that I'm like, oh, yep, that checks out. Because <laughs> I guess it they is, were supposed to be brown. It is, okay. if I was going to have, if if you made me guess before we watched any of these, like, what will be the one thing they bring back? You know, I guess Guardian of Forever would be a, a case there too, but Tribbles have to be, you know, top three things. If you're trying to mine oh, TOS content... Yeah. You gotta do some tribbles. Well, Especially just... for kids' animation. Like, that's 100%. just... 100%. <laughs> and let's just, just say sense. here that the plot is, like, pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, down yeah. to... They're going to the same planet with the same green, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, am I like, wrong? Like, they literally <laughs> took the same script. <laughs> if it's not the same planet, it's a suspiciously similar planet. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure it's the same planet. Yeah. Cyrano Jones yeah. is there. Klingons He's are there. Great. It's the same. It's the same Klingon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I presume. Are those all cameos? Uh, not, yeah. not. Um, Cyrano Jones is. Uh, okay. but um, the Klingon captain, <laughs> whose name I am completely spacing on at the moment, yeah, uh, is is matter. James Doohan. So. Yeah, because it, oh, it's the exact it same voice that they use for every generic alien. I mean, there's a lot of these episodes where that exact yeah. same voicing by Doohan is, is coming across the view screen. So Yeah, 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 you're right. Well, yeah, so. I I feel like the, they're, like, trying, maybe because it's the exact same plot, they're trying to, like, fill time here. Did anyone else notice, like, the 30 seconds of downtime at the very beginning where they just yes, sort of shot I of the Enterprise? <laughs> I super... Super dead. I think I was writing questions about is this the same planet and the same grain and the same. So I think I ate those 30 seconds, no problem. Um, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just, yeah, I was just like, when's the captain's log going to start? And then it just kind of. <laughs> Eventually, finally did. Did it? Question. <laughs> question. Did, did Cyrano Jones have a mustache or am I thinking of somebody else? I think I you're think thinking so. of somebody else. Am I, I thinking of Harvey Mudd? I'm thinking of Mudd. Yeah, I mean, you might be Who thinking of We're also going to get, right? Yes, we are. Ugh, yeah. Yeah, yes. That's, mm, mm. Eventually, yes. Anyway. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> kind of indistinguishable in my mind. I can now picture it. Yeah, I guess Cyrano Jones didn't. 
I think I am picturing Harvey Mudd. Um, I also liked at the beginning when Scotty just like is muttering to himself for like five full minutes. (laughs) Over the transporter. It's... And Kirk's, like, yelling at him, like, every second, like, did you get him? Did you get him? No, he still didn't get him, bro. So it does raise a real good question about how long they can just sort of hold somebody in a buffer. That's um, wasn't true. Scotty in the buffer, like, 30 years for TNG? Uh, but that was, like, Scotty magic in a Dyson sphere. Mm, got it. And so, one, energy is not a problem whatsoever. So you have, you're sitting in an energy well, infinite energy. Naturally, and naturally. And you have plot armor and James mm. Doohan armor. <laughs> so, like, yep. that's that's like a one-off where he was able to do that, I think. Because I think usually once, like, they talk about the pattern decay and blah, 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 technobabble. Yeah. But holding somebody, after they their ship has been destroyed, it's usually like, we have them or we don't. Right. This one's like, minutes? It's a long time. Yeah, it's Even a long time. Even in Cartoon Land, it's a long time. Well, also, their shields are up when they transport, which I didn't think was possible. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, can't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just, just throwing that out there, too. Just, you know, science reasons. It's fine. <laughs> I, whatever. I also had issues with, they kept, like, going ahead, warp factor six, warp factor nine. And I'm just like, you're close enough to have this on the view screen. <laughs> and yet you're going ahead at warp factor six what is happening <laughs> you know i kind of i mean i guess i i don't even wonder i think that this is probably the case that the checkbox for this script was tribbles and then once they checked it they're like no oh, whatever <laughs> like, you got the tribbles in there sure um yeah it was yeah. Oh, also a fun fact, uh, one of the animated background characters was drawn to look like the writer of the episode. Oh, wait. Hmm. That makes Interesting. me happy. Which one? Yeah. I, I, what, like a bridge crew of, person? I can't remember if he's in the bridge or engineering, but uh, he's meant to look like the, the, uh, the writer whose name I am now. Not, I'm, I'm really useful today with names, you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> David Gerald. There we go. Uh, he like made notes in the script so that one of the characters looked like him because for funsies. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't do that more often. Honestly. Yeah, honestly. Uh, although I yeah, mean, it it's wouldn't cheap anything, animation. Right? So. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a low, it's a low cost. It would have been a cost to be like, here's a new character, but yeah. yeah I wonder if that, so. is that character on memory alpha now? Uh, I don't so. know that they're on Memory Alpha, but they are on the Trouble with Troubles page, page or the More yeah. Trouble, More Troubles page. Um, uh, in the, so, yeah. do maybe maybe each of you uh, at a time want to take a swing at telling me what the plot of this episode is? I <laughs> decline. <laughs> I do not want to do that. No, right, because I, mean, I don't know that Chelsea, I know. Can you tell me <laughs> I mean, the plot, of this the plot is the plot is. Uh, Cyrano Jones returns, and he's an international, like, criminal again. <laughs> Rapscallion. Rapscallion, let's say, yes. It's in a criminal, Rapscallion. And then he is wanted by the Klingons because he, like, colluded ec- ecological warfare, essentially, by having, like, these tribbles that are massive and, like, destroying, like, um, presumably large amounts of, like, grown food, which, like, again, they have replicators, 
So I'm not sure why like the grain is so uh, important, which I think we talked about the first time this happened, um, but whatever. And then they uh, uh, capture him and they give like the creature he stole back, um, the creature that was going to eat the triples. Oh, also, I have a I have a question. They murdered that triple right in front of us. With that creature. Yes, they were they just did. like, I, I had problems. <laughs> I have a note about that because I really wonder if they had, I wonder if they animated the triple being eaten. And then they, were and like, then they no. said, we can't air that. I wonder if they had that in the notes and then they pulled back from it or they well, caught it's it incredible. Up. They just showed like Bones' face instead. And he's like, yep, indeed, that creature can ingest a triple. <laughs> yep. It was horrifying and i didn't care for it <laughs> like it was i i was like they straight up murdered that triple right right in front of everybody i, I mean can you i say not the, wrong friend the, the um the the creature that eats tribbles the glomer the glomer that's right thank you yeah i, I mean, looked it up it's a, it's a it's a cool creature but it also much later in the episode when it's running away from a tribble does the Scooby Doo um, oh, I love like helicopter <laughs> arms? Yeah, right. I like, did enjoy that, but like it has the four arms, so it could literally do like what what has to just be called Scooby Doo, you know, or Scooby Doo Run. Where I think this episode, right? This is the first episode of the ones we've watched that really doesn't just feel like an episode of TOS. It feels like a parody of TOS. It does. Right? I agree. Yeah. And it's things like that, I think, that are in there that where it's not it's not breaking the fourth wall, but it's like tapping oh, on the glass, yeah. you know? Oh, it super is. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like, uh, to further your point, Paul, when Kirk pushes off the triple off his chair, not once, <laughs> like but like times? five it's, times. It was the yeah. running it's joke outrageous. through the entire episode. Yeah. And like, Until and, the end when it's too big for him to push off and he's just like, you know what, I'll stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's incredible, like, how how many times they play off of it. It, it, even, it even is so much about the Klingons where there's not really ever a tension with the Klingons. It almost feels like, it feels like one of those episodes of, like, a sitcom where, um, I'm going to struggle to come up with any examples, <laughs> but, you know, where the villains of the episode just sort of show up and then they have, like, I don't know, like a musical episode would be a, a good example, or they get turned into, like, animation or clay or whatever, and then they just, like, <laughs> have a fun time, and all the pretext of the reasons they're there or the state of the universe are dropped for that one episode, right? Um, and th that's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it too, because that's usually what happens in those. Um, yeah, I mean, occasionally they have a really serious one, and you're like kind of brought back to it. But a lot of the times, Buffy's like a comedy. Yeah, like between the the enemies and the the people. Yeah, and that's really yeah, that's a good pull. That, that it feels like there must be an episode of that that has one of those where they all just sort of get together in the gym and have like a fun time outside of the universe that they normally live in, and that's kind of what this feels like. It's and there's a lot of good jokes too while we're while we're talking about it. Really, uh, Abby? Did, oh, did you like Abby? <laughs> I, I, I didn't write any down. Oh, I wrote that. I thought H we don't have Chelsea. a sense of humor. We don't. <laughs> that might be the board you got. I, I just I did like when Colop was like, "You need better security, men." Captain. Oh my god! I was like, I was that like, is yeah, true. <laughs> he does. 
because security on this ship is terrible. Written down. (laughs) You are so right. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you do, you do need better security men because yeah, your security is always awful. They're not good at their jobs. They're not good at their jobs. That was one of those comments where it was a legit commentary on the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then there's that sticker at the end. Someday I'll learn. And I was like, no, you won't. You never will. You're never going to learn, Kirk. This is not in your character. Growth is not in your character. That is true. Not a thing. Also, they kind of murder the triples at the end again, too, right? Oh, they yeah. beam them all mm-hmm. over to the Klingon yeah. ship. So they're yep. definitely going to just beam them into space. Yep. Absolutely well, they, true. They shoot the one, and then it reveals itself to be, you know... It's a colony of triples. Triple. It's an ooze from D&D, essentially, right? They're like yeah. any number of D&D-like games. Um, where, yeah, if you hit it, it just turns into many versions of itself. So smaller <laughs> versions. Put a plus, put a one plus counter on. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's like, yeah, why not just beam those right away? Because you know that's what they're going to do. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Or, it, it'd be I guess, kinder to just beam them into space, right? And let them, which would be almost an instantaneous death. Rather than beam them to the Klingons, where who knows how they're going to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> That's my hot take for the day, guys. Yeah, I don't know, what, man. what is the solution here? What is the to bring? Like, I guess Jones to solution. like a, well to sterilize them because Bones finds the way to sterilize them, right? By yeah. injecting them with whatever drug, yeah, and then to beam them to quickly. I guess to a planet would be the humane solution. And let them just live their lives. And then to freaking put Jones in jail for real this time. <laughs> yeah. Not just like leave him on a planet and be like, I, I think this will be fine. <laughs> Is that what they did last time? I thought yeah, last they time just they left him on, yeah, on the was, they, he was supposed station, right? to He was supposed to clean up the Tribbles. Like that was his oh, punishment. Yeah. Was cleaning right. up the Tribbles. <laughs> that works. <laughs> and that worked so well. It worked really well. Sure. Okay. We're all in agreement. <laughs> I just, you know, it's fine. It's totally, totally fine. I, I don't. Everyone agrees. Don't. Every person on this call agrees. Uh, <laughs> so, just... boy, the Klingon plan to, if we can kind of jump around a little, sure, they seem not? like they're setting up more <laughs> than, right? Because the Klingons have this new weapon, which we haven't talked about at all yet. Which because it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter, but it's still a pretty powerful weapon. But it would be a pretty powerful weapon, yeah. Um, although, like, they say they're going to board, and they're like, your phasers won't work, so we're going to board you. I don't know how that works, but okay. Sure. But, like, their disruptors aren't going to work, right? (laughs) As soon as they get on, they're all just going to have non-functioning weapons. Which, I guess is fine, then. Like, X number of Klingons versus X number of humans, you'd expect the Klingons to win. But it's... Yeah, there's just a lot of small pieces like that that don't really, I don't get. <laughs> also, like, it has the shields down too, right? This thing disrupts power, essentially. Correct. It seems that way. So they could just fire, like, a, like the way to use this weapon would be to have a rocket that you're just going to drop out of um, your, your shuttle bay or something. Or a shuttle, frankly. Put a bomb on a shuttle fire this weapon, and then drive the shuttle over and blow up the bomb. And the ship is gone, right? They rely so much on... Like, they, they act as if they only have one power source on each ship. Well, but they do want to keep the Enterprise whole because they want to... It's revealed later they want to capture the creature. True. 
that's a good point. But they could at least make that threat, right? They they don't make any threats, which is kind of out of character. And then they just kind of leave when it seems like they've run out of power or whatever. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the weapon would have completely worked if the Enterprise didn't have those extra two grain ships. Sure. Um, like, they would have been completely... They would have been boarded. Yeah. I don't see any other mm-hmm. solution. Although well, Spock well, they would have amazing, sat there in so. space and just be like, well, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? Or, yeah. I think it's actually a more interesting plot point. Like, it's a plot point in and of its own episode to have this weapon and be in this this standoff and then have the Enterprise have to come up with ways to get around it. Because they could also yeah. just go down to a shuttle bay and basically put someone in a shuttle and push it into space and then have this, like, subterfuge and, and you know, Spock yeah, is now cool. in a shuttle that they don't see coming and he boards their ship or something. That's a cool episode. But they don't get to do it because triples, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they had to have the triples. More triples, more troubles. That's, a, that's the whole thing. <laughs> they do wink at the camera at the end, don't they? I said that they didn't. Oh yeah, so absolutely yes. They, yeah, they wink at the camera in this entire episode. I meant yeah. they literally have a character look at the camera and wink, right? Yes, yes, there is a shot of Kirk winking. Yes, it does. Happen. <laughs> it, it does. Which is absolutely incredible. <laughs> not, not the metaphorical. Not wink the metaphor. No, 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 no. Wink. Actual. He actually winks. Like yeah. they they spent like seven cells of animation so that Kirk could actually wink at the camera. I hope they save uh, that and use it in the future. Oh man, I I mean it, this still as much as I have trouble with it. Oh, oh more trouble. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. I, I realized that as Is I was it? saying it. Yeah, yeah, it was great. <laughs> okay, I, sure. this still isn't. A bad episode. Like it's no. fine. It's, it's cute. Fine. It's a cute little parody. Like I keep looking at the like kiddie pool of bad episodes that we have from TOS that is just full of this like vile episodes. And like this isn't as bad as those, even though this is It's totally watchable, right? Weak. It's a weak episode. Eh, it's very weak. I it was I, I, if you think yeah. of it like parody, as Paul said, I think that really helps. I don't think it can be taken seriously as like an episode of Trap, but if you're like, oh, haha, this is really fun, it, then it, sure. It's like a filler episode. Yeah. It's like an off week, right? You know, you just had a big, meaningful episode the week before, and now you just need some time to decompress, so triples. That'd, that'd be the way to frame it. I mean, put... the problem is, I think that they don't ever have the meaningful episodes. Sure. <laughs> but if there was one, that would be if the way to arrange air order, if you were thinking out like people were going to watch this in air order. Yeah. yeah. That's the way to frame it. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. It's not. Oh my God. Guys, I forgot one point. Bones examining the tribbles for like Mm. 40 seconds and just saying Mm. over and over. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I laughed for like longer than that scene was. (laughs) I feel like this comes up. This has come up already, and I think it, it is just going to keep coming up. That I don't think any of the writers really ever wrote Bones into these episodes. I think they no. were told to write Bones into these episodes because he was at the table. Um, at, because, like, DeForest Kelly was on the payroll, so you have to use him. Like, 
I said at the beginning, there's a checkbox that just says tribbles and then you check it. <laughs> but I think underneath that, then there also has to be a box that says like Shatner, um, Spock yeah. and, and McCoy, right? That like, you have to, you have to write these three people into the episode. D- doesn't matter what else you do, but they got to be there. That's incredible though. Him just yeah. looking in the microscope and saying, hmm. <laughs> Yeah. That is what scientists do, I'm pretty sure. All the all the hmms are different because it's DeForest Kelly and he's a professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Abby. Oh, I long for you every day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's some troubles. Anybody else have some troubles? Troubles? Some troubles? Some troubles? <laughs> I don't think there's much more there's much more there, right? I can do messages, but as you're saying, there's there's not a lot, guys. <laughs> what? Boy. Yeah. Ecoterrorism what? is bad. <laughs> Actually, not, that I'm is not, I think the main the main I'm not one, sure yes. that's a message of this episode. I'm honestly <laughs> not sure that's an episode. That's I I my all right, for messages I have essentially like protecting the environment is important. So, in other words, what you're saying, Abby, don't create ecological disasters because they have big consequences that could have diplomatic results. <laughs> That's giving this episode a whole lot of credit. Yeah, look, cause, cause, okay, here's the trick. This, this, there is a message to be had here that they didn't take a swing at because they now have a, a, a species that doesn't have clear predators that has overrun its habitats and overruns any habitat. And now they've genetically engineered a predator for this predatorless species. And what are the ethics of now intervening in the ecosystem between this, this species. animal and its environment and the thing yeah. that you are now introducing into it? That is, a, that is a cool message for an episode about the discussion of what that means. Um, because it's one of those where like you could have characters arguing on each side. And again, they did not take a swing at that in the slightest. But that's a cool episode that I wish they'd taken a swing at, right? It yeah, it's way deeper than... than I'm right in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I 100% agree. I'm just saying, like, it's... That it's is the, where I want this show to be, too. Like, they, they, they had a pitch come Thinking. right down the center of the plate, and they just watched it sail by, is what yeah. I'm Oh, yeah. Hard, yeah. And the only yeah. other one I could really think of, maybe, is that, like, I guess protecting your people is important, even if you don't like them. Wait, I guess. Wait, wait, what? So like they're like he's protecting Jones as like a member of the Federation. Oh, okay. Even though he really yeah. doesn't like them, so I guess like like a duty, like doing your duty is important, even if you don't agree with it. I guess. Oh, like don't let personal feelings cloud. You know. Yeah, like your duty. Your duty, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's I mean, really I about all I got. Kirk would be like, "Yes, yeah, fine, take Jones, whatever." Uh, you know, <laughs> it's kind of the vibe he gives. I think that's what he would do, yeah, if he, but he's, he's protecting him as a member of the Federation. Uh, where are we now? Time for bingo, bingo time. Bingo time? No, antagonists. Oh, dang. You always Is... skip antagonists. I know, I always forget their name. <laughs> Wait, did we say last time it was the Tribbles? You know. Or is it the Klingons, or is it Cyrano Jones? It's different this time, because last time it was clearly the Tribbles. Yeah. I think it this could be the Tribbles it... here. 
I think it's. I actually think it's Klingons. It could be the Klingons though, because the Tribbles don't really Klingons. pose a threat to the Enterprise. And, and again, yeah. this is more about like who's posing a threat to the Enterprise. It's then it's the Klingons, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, though I I would say we put last series we put Tribbles pretty high. Because Tribbles from last time, I think, were more dangerous. I think if we were putting Tribbles on this list, they'd be they're very less low. dangerous now they'd because be, they know they'd how to They'd be at the bottom of this them. list right now. Well, and they're they're also it's not the reproduction problem. Um, they're just not. yeah. Oh yeah, I started a thought earlier, and then because <laughs> I guess we're talking about the Klingon still, but I thought the Klingons had more of a plan because <laughs> there was one point where they fired on them. And there was bridge shake, bridge shake, and they show all the, like, cans of triticale falling over and spilling. And Kirk was like, huh, it didn't seem like, I don't understand what they just did. And I thought that their plan was, we, we realized that we just made them take all this grain on board, and it's probably stacked in hallways. And if we just bridge shake, they're going to break open, they have tribbles on board, and the tribbles are going to start eating the grain. I think that's giving the Klingons too much. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> credit but, there. <laughs> but if it's not that, like, it's a then it's a clearly a Chekhov's gun of Kirk saying, "I wonder what they were trying to do," and then they never answer that question. Right. <laughs> um, which is, I think, you know, that might be what they were doing too. But yeah, I thought they they left a lot of questions like that just really hanging on the wall. So, um, yeah. If we go with. Klingons, and it's and particularly the, the these Klingons. What's with this one's weapon. name? Oh yeah, with this new weapon, Koloth. It's Koloth. Koloth. Koloth and the weapon. Then we have a clear because I, I think we're below the space Dalek, right? Yeah. And and the Carter shapeshifter and all those. Yeah. Um. So then we're just looking at at Chef Captain a, a Zinti. So we got a crew of a Zinti spacecraft I versus the crew the, of a Klingon spacecraft. I think the Klingons are a little better than the Zinti. Yeah, I think they're more effective. Yeah, and man. I think the weapon is what makes them so dangerous. Because yeah, yeah, it still yeah. isn't perfect, but there's it's definitely better than the Zinti trying to figure out the slaver weapon. So yeah, I think they were I would... really incompetent. Yeah, they were all trapped on a planet, right? So they didn't they didn't have a good I mean they never had space combat with the Sinti, right? If I'm remembering True. that right. Yeah. No. Um Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. I th- that would have been that's a missed opportunity too. That would have been a fun episode to have the Zinti and the Klingons and the Romulans <laughs> all throw up. That'd be a man, that'd be a fun episode. All right. Okay, Amazing. Chelsea. Now now it's bingo time time. Time for bingo. for bingo, bingo time. Bingo time. My favorite event. All right, so what are you, what are you thinking? Well, I mean, there, there was a captain's log. There was a bridge shake. There were Klingons. Do the weapons not work because they disabled them? They told them their phasers didn't work. Well, be, I mean, beyond that, the ship's weapons don't work, right? They say, oh, yeah. like, so, yeah, fire, so, and then they can't. Okay, okay. okay. Um, so. Uh, so, yes. Uh, I wonder if Spock's is interesting or fascinating. Probably not, because nothing was interesting. We have well, a recurring inter- actor interesting in Interesting isn't Jones. one of the catchphrases. <laughs> we do no, have Cyrano Jones there, though, so I think that, that hits us to five. I think we're at five easy. Yeah, I'm going to go with yes. Which is my, my case for moving this up to six, because I think... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did get it, because, yeah, the Captain's Log, Bridge Shake, Klingons, 
causing trouble. Weapons don't work. And then, yeah, I count. So for the new recurring actor, I think instead of like, you know, background characters are there or whatever, it's going to be the actual voice Speaking comes back. Now. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, Stanley yeah. Adams was the actor who was Cyrano Jones and he did return as a voice actor. So I am counting that as a recurring actor. So yeah, we got, we got five. Yeah, I I would think as long as we said that it it has to be a speaking character, there's probably not too much difference there, right? Because they don't really... I don't think too many of them come back. They're not going to bring back... No, they don't. Mostly it's James (laughs) Dewan. Yeah. But but I I don't think they're going to bring back, like, a character from TOS and revoice them as James Dewan, right? They would just bring back a new character. No, I mean, that's what happened to Koloth. I mean, Koloth was a real character in TOS and James Dewan. Oh, that's true. Oh, wait, I forgot that Koloth was a real character. Okay, yeah. so point retracted. Well, well played, yeah. Rabbi. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So yeah, bingo. Woo! Yay! Uh, all right, all right, friends. It is time for our next episode. Uh, what what magical made up episode are you gonna tell me about this time? <laughs> so I think that I'm remembering the one that is a one word. Um, might be yesteryear. Oh, where they go back in time with, like, the uh, gate again? I have no oh, idea. I th- oh, that, that is the Spock one. I think that is that one. Yeah, Wait. okay. So I'll, I'll guess, like, um, green with envy or something. Ooh. You know, one of those, like, little poetic phrases they sometimes do. Oh. Yeah, I was sharper than a serpent's tooth. Exactly. Yeah. That was Shakespeare. Uh, yeah, no, no. We, none of those are true. <laughs> I, what? Are you sure? <laughs> it's not the I am sure. this time, is it? That we've this, it is not. It is not. It is the Territon incident, which I what? hope that's right. I don't know. Exposed to spiroid epsilon waves. Okay. Wow. The Enterprise okay. crew. Already, I have questions. Already 100% engaged in this episode. The Enterprise crew sh- begins to shrink in size. If a way cannot be found to stop their condition, they will soon be too small to control the ship. I love it. Honey, I shrunk the kids 20 years early, but... Yeah, or it's the, um, whatever, and the, and the, what's the one we always say is a band name where it's the small people who move real fast? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, deal it in the Scalosians? That's the one! That's the one! <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry that it took me about seven seconds to get there, but Dila and the Scalosians, yeah. It's like that one, except for not. Yeah, I guess but I'm tired. kind of. Boy, that should have taken me half the time. But, um, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Okay, on that delightful <laughs> note, listeners, <laughs> uh, don't forget you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, 3DBMub at Beam3. You can email us at info at 3dbmup.com and we will see you next time for the incredible shrinking enterprise in the Terraton incident.